All right, how are you guys doing? Welcome to the Silvermana podcast. This is going to be episode number four. The title of this episode is called The Art of the Strike. Okay, so we're just going to get right to it. Um, because I don't know you or where, uh, where your game might lie or what type of gaming you might do, I'm going to give you some general principles and some stimuli to review your tradecraft with. Okay? Alright, so first of all, <clears throat> unless you're driving an automobile or something like that, um, you may want to grab a piece of paper and a pen. And I want you to start with a game in mind. So it could be, for example, you might think of uh, PC gaming, like playing Escape from Tarkov. Or you might think, I play basketball. Or you might be in sales or something like that. But pick something, something specific, and then we're going to run through this exercise, okay? If you remember from the last podcast, there were five aspects to your game. Number one was know what your game is. Number two, know what the players or who the players are in the game. Number three, know what information you need to acquire about the game and other players. Number four was behaviors, knowing what behaviors are available to you, as well as what behaviors are available to uh, your competitors. And number five was the payoffs and um, making sure you keep track of your cost-benefit ratios and making sure that whatever you're trying to capture is, uh, is profitable for you. Okay. We are going to run through 22 questions to stimulate your thinking, okay? And then I'm going to close with a couple of stories, and then that'll be it for this podcast. So you have a game in mind, and you have a pen and a piece of paper, and you have a specific game in mind. All right, let's start. Number one, what kind of strikes can you make? Can you write them down or list them? Number two, what kind of strikes can your opponent make? Are you evenly matched with your opponent, or is there an asymmetry? Number three, how much does each strike cost? How much does a Tomahawk cruise missile or a bunker buster cost? Some boxers say it costs more energy to throw a haymaker and miss than to throw a haymaker and connect. Number four, can you work on your cost per strike? How could you work on your cost per strike? Number five, can you make strikes expensive or cumbersome for your opponent? Muhammad Ali would rely on his stamina to tire out his opponent and then he would mercilessly begin striking them. Number six, look at your target in your imagination. Should you throw sequential strikes like a boxer or should you detonate simultaneous strikes like a terrorist? Number seven, does order matter? Should you launch an airstrike first followed through by foot soldiers 
or does order not matter? Number eight, do you have a choice of weapons or salespeople to send on the call? Does the weapon matter? Does the salesperson matter? Number nine, how big is your opponent? How many strikes for a target that size? How many charming passes will you have to make to secure a date with the new secretary? Number 10, do ratios matter? Is one player negligible to your opponent, but 100,000 something to worry about? Number 11, how is your target like a human? Where is the target's head? Where is your target's eyes? Where is your target's metabolism? Where is your target's fuel? Where is your target's arms? Where is your target's legs? Question number 12. Is your striking instrument strong enough to pierce, to destabilize, to blind, or to trap your opponent? Number 13. How important is size in the animal kingdom? Is size important in the animal kingdom? Yes or no? Why or why not? Number 14. Is your target moving or stationary? Do you need to practice on one skill or the other? Number 15. Is your target prepared for a certain kind of strike or fortified at certain locations? Why? Why is he fortified at certain locations? Why is he prepared for a certain kind of strike more so than another? When or where does he not seem prepared? I'm going to quote uh, Shane Fazen here. Shane Fazen runs a website called Fight Tips on YouTube. I suggest you give him a try. Um, he gives uh, boxing tips and boxing instructions there. And he says, the most powerful punch is the one you don't see coming. So think about Tyson's left hook or Holly Holmes' defeat of Ronda Rousey. Those are good examples of punchers uh, as well as... Um, classic fights where the uh, where their opponents did not see their punches coming. Mike Tyson habitually used his left hook that way. Okay, number 16. Does the venue matter? Do you or your team play better at home or away? Does the attorney want to change a venue? Why or why not? Do you make better presentations in house calls or or do you make better presentations in-house or on calls? How can you adapt this principle to the target in your imagination? Number 17. The scriptures say that Jesus Christ was betrayed by a kiss. This kiss, this kiss was from Judas Iscariot, one of his apostles, who sold Jesus' location for 30 pieces of silver. Can you make a kiss or an innocuous gesture devastating? 
Think about it. Number 18. Have you ever measured your speed or power? What are the averages and how do you compare? Number 19. Is there software like Aiming Pro to train your reflexes? Number 20. Can your weapons be customized or upgraded? Can you craft your own weapons? I'll give you a couple of examples here of upgraded weapons that uh, changed things. Number one was the Tomahawk missile, which flies at low altitudes to escape radar, flies at 550 miles per hour, and has GPS accuracy, something that missiles didn't have before. Number two, stealth bombers, the airplanes. Those are planes that fly invisibly to radar, devastating when your opponent cannot see uh, your stealth bomber fly right through their radar and into their own territory. Number 21, when should you strike? Day or night? Does it matter? What does your intelligence say? Animals are often vulnerable when eating or moving. Why? Because it attracts attention. Otherwise, they are unobtrusive and tend to blend into the environment out of sight. Unless they are moving or eating, you may have to go out of your way to find them. Number 22. Is your target like a beehive or like a football team? Would taking out one single component destroy the whole team? Yes or no? Number 23. Is accuracy or power more important? Is lethality a factor in your sport? For example, the use of knives or guns. All right, that's it. Those are the 23 questions to work on your tradecrafts when it comes to striking. I'm going to close out now with two stories. And uh, the first one is about Anatoly Karpov. You know that name? Anatoly Karpov was a chess champion around 1978. And he was doing something that is probably illegal when you're competing, but it might not be. So you're going to have to check with the rules and be ethical when competing because winners don't like cheaters. Winners want to see how they stack up against other winners. That's the whole point of the contest. Okay, so what was Anatoly Karpov doing? He was eating yogurt. He was eating yogurt in a way that was annoying to his opponent at the chess table. There's a second example where Anatoly Karpov was playing against his nemesis and he brought a parapsychologist to the chess match, you know, like a Rasputin type character. And the parapsychologist's only job was to stand there and stare at Karpov's opponent and try to hypnotize him. Okay, so what do we learn from this? The first thing I inferred is this is a logical level violation. Now, logical level violation, it refers to the work of Gregory Bateson. That's someone who I studied a long time ago, but not in depth, but I know a little bit about him. It's usually applied to linguistics. So, 
what it means is it's an engagement with your target outside of the norms, like Karpov did. And that's why I call these two examples Batesonian strikes. There are seven logical levels uh, here for engagement, if we want to use this model, but depending on your game, you might want to use something else or something else may be applicable to you. But to stimulate your thinking, I am going to give you these seven. The first one is environment. You could be engaged at the level of environment. Number two, uh, if you're writing these down, uh, it, well, I'll start at the top and I'll work down, so that's probably more natural for you in case you're writing this down. We'll start at the top, I'm sorry. Number one is spirituality. Number two is identity. Number three is beliefs. Number four is competence. Number five is capability. Number six is behavior. And number seven is environment. So take a look at those seven different logical levels and ask yourself in which area are you most commonly engaged with with your opponent? Could you engage him at an unexpected level outside the norms or outside the context that he's expecting? Could you do so very stealthily, like a stealth bomber? Is there some other example in the 23 questions you're given that you can apply to those seven logical levels? Be creative and look around. Think about your opponent. Think about the game. Think about where he's expecting to find himself engaged with you and look for another logical level that he's not expecting. Something outside of his awareness. Okay, the second story is about Russia. Russia supposedly found our internet cables along the ocean floor and threatened to cut them. Their Russian submarines supposedly did this and started using this as a way or as a strong-arm tactic uh, against America. This is a great example of a smaller gamer subduing a larger one. So this goes back to one of the earlier questions about striking. Uh, can you find the eyes on your target? Can you find the arms on your target? Can you find the respiratory or metabolism on your target? Can you find what your target feeds on or how they hear? Can you knock those things out? Can you pick your strikes? Do you know where to strike? Do you know what time to strike? Do you know when to strike? Do you know which uh, tool to deploy or which weapon to deploy when striking? So those are examples of, of doing that and utilizing that. Okay? All right, you guys. We are done for this podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I hope it stimulates your thinking and... Um, like they say about some games like playing cards or poker, they take just a few minutes to learn, but they take a lifetime to master, or however that goes, that poetry kind of thing. You could say the same thing about learning how to play chess. It just takes a few minutes to learn how to play chess, but to really, really play well against the others, it takes, you know, several thousand hours of practice. That's not uncommon knowledge. But I would say the same thing about your striking, your accuracy, your power, knowing which weapons to deploy, working on your weapons, expanding your arsenal, sizing up your opponents, knowing what time to strike, 
uh, knowing where to strike and learning those things uh, as you change from game to game and from context to context will probably take some time to practice. Um, otherwise, uh, everybody would just be uh, an expert right out of the gate, and that's not going to happen. Okay. If you guys appreciate these podcasts and you're getting something from them and you want to reciprocate, please do so. Uh, instructions on how to reciprocate are at sovrumano.com forward slash reciprocation. We have an address. If you want to take two funky old dollars, just two funky dollars, and wrap them up in a piece of paper and mail them to me, you can do that. The instructions are at sovermano.com. We have t-shirts now with our company logo on it. Uh, if you want to pick up a t-shirt, uh, please do so. And uh, number three is we have a Patreon. Uh, so if you want to support the channel, that is really, really appreciated. Uh, if you want to donate two, three bucks a month, I think they, they deduct it. or I, I think you can send a one-time donation that way. But I'd rather have you mail it if you're just going to shoot off a couple bucks or something like that but anyway um that is it for me this is the art of the strike i hope you enjoyed it i hope you uh delineated some ideas there and i'll talk to you guys the next time have a great day bye-bye